0: Coast, to coast. Your coast-to-coast coast source for wedding planning and info is live. live. The WeddingZilla Podcast. The WeddingZilla Podcast. Everything and everyone you need to hear while planning your wedding. Or even just thinking about it. The WeddingZilla Podcast. Featuring interviews and advice from some of the top professionals in the wedding industry. Connect Facebook. Instagram. Connect on Facebook and Instagram. At The WeddingZilla. At The WeddingZilla. And even submit ideas for future episodes. Welcome to The WeddingZilla Podcast. All right,
1: ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, and welcome to the Weddingzilla Podcast. This is Matt Johnson from the Washington, D.C. area, along with Wide Hill, all the way over coast, uh, the hey, Coast, hey, hey. and we have a very, very special guest here tonight. I'm proud to introduce him. Chris and I, his name is Chris Monaco from New Jersey, and Chris and I go back quite a ways back. I know Chris, I know his brother Tommy Monaco, and his father, Jimmy Monaco, and he has some very, very unique talents in the wedding industry, uh, from DJing, videography, editing. Uh, you know, he's a one-stop shop. The man could do it all. So, uh, welcome Chris Monaco to the Weddingzilla.
2: Thank you so much, uh, Matt Johnson. I was like trying to look next to me to see who you were uh, introducing because I wasn't sure if that was me or not. That was a good introduction. I appreciate that.
1: (laughs) I gave him my best shot. Yeah, listen, we've had a
2: great time working with you as well and, uh, meeting Wyatt through you, uh, some, some great people, you know, in the, uh, in the DJ and the wedding industry.
1: Yeah. So our goal here is, you know, you're a wealth, a wealth of information. And, uh, you know, our goal is to help couples before they get married, to give them information that could help them in their planning and their execution and their DJ and their videography and their wedding planners and all the things that they encounter throughout the whole process. So
2: yeah definitely the more uh, the more information you have going into it uh, the less stress you'll have when you're planning a wedding so it's good to get some information especially free information you know sometimes you're online you're, you're looking for things and when you can jump on a podcast and kind of hear some some information from some professionals and not even just from one area I mean we're, right now we're talking about three areas you know you're in Washington DC you know why it's all the way on the other coast and you know I'm in New Jersey Tri-state area kind of does weddings differently than you guys do down there and as well as in California so it's uh, it's good to get a little bit of different tidbits from from different uh, areas. This way, maybe you can kind of incorporate them all into your and make make yours kind of unique.
1: Well, I think you're pretty unique, Chris. And why don't you give us a little bit of background, a brief background on how you got started and what you ended up doing and where you are today.
2: Uh, I've been uh, in the wedding industry since I'm about 12 years old. My dad started doing wedding videos when the cameras were as big as automobiles, basically. And, uh, you know, I was just kind of like one of the assistants going out there in the field. And and we kind of really, what's that?
0: A Buick uh, or
2: a you know, the Buick, the big ones, the old school ones. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, it right. was nice and heavy. So, uh, and, and now obviously things have condensed, but um, you know, I've been doing it a really long time. And then after a couple years of that, uh, you, you know, I saw that the DJs were out there just having a lot more fun, so we kind of converted doing more DJ stuff. And then throughout the years, kind of like thinking, hey, listen, man, the video uh, aspect of everything has changed, you know, the, the whole game for video, the quality and, and the things you can do and, and the, uh, the actual product that you put out, it just changed. So we kind of started going back into that, you know, the older that I get, I'm, I'm 41 now, uh, you know, I don't want to be, uh, 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 just sticking myself to doing one thing. I like to do a couple of different things this way. you know, it's, it's not stagnant. I like DJ it's a great time, but then this also breaks it up and I can kind of get more creative on the uh, filming side as well. Um, so we've been doing, uh, both myself, my brother and my dad, we've been, you know, in the, in the wedding industry for
1: some time. And, uh, and Chris, you also edit as well. You not only videotape, you bring it into the studio and edit everything as well. And then because you're a DJ and you know music, then you ended up you know doing the tracks over the video, and I think your choices are spot on. And uh, I've DJed with Chris before, folks, and uh, amazing, and amazing DJ. <laughs> Has a lot of fun if you ever want to have a great time at um, your wedding. And if he's videotaping, hey, if the DJ goes up, down, he could just jump on and start DJing and MCing as well. So why are you yeah, it only costs you cost you a little, a little extra, extra. That's all, a little extra. So, all right, I think you have a couple questions for Chris about. All right, Chris. Um,
3: well, today we just wanted to really talk about the you know the video side of of the business and how you know why is video why should video be important to couples? And I guess we'll just start with that. So why 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 should couples you know have
2: a videographer? Well, I mean first thing is, you know, I mean, uh, photography is a staple in, in the wedding industry. You know, you're always going to have a photographer at a wedding uh, shooting what they need to, to, to capture for a, a couple. Um, but, you know, the old, like the old saying is, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, you know, what what's motion picture worth um, if you can do it the right way? You know, so these days it's a lot different. You know, you always hear the, hey, you know, I've seen videos from, you know, their late 80s, early 90s, and it's a totally different video. You know, you're watching a straight two hours. It's 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 not are uh, uh, really creative. The quality is not great because you only know, had so much to work with back then. But now the, the the cameras have changed, the editing equipment has changed. Again, even the music that you can use in the background, it just really uh, uh, makes the video flow better. And, and we're not even calling them videos anymore. I mean, basically, uh, you know, it's it's a film. It's a it's a short featurette. Oh, oh it's it's cinematic. I mean, right when, when when you look at these things, you know, it, it's basically a cinematic experience. Uh, you know, with interchangeable lenses and things like that. Things that we weren't we didn't have back then. You know, we had a one just big camera camera that just captured what it was filming and that's it you know you had some zoom and some zoom out now there's so many different things you can use from drones and you know steady cams and sliders and just things like that and then again with the editing programs uh, there's endless endless filters and, and things you can do to the videos so but getting back to why get video um you know one of my favorite uh, 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 pictures from my own personal wedding is uh, there's a photo of me kind of hunched back over and my grandmother's on top of my back and you see her legs are kind of flying in the air and it's a great picture and I love it but when you pair it up to the video and you watch what was going on in the video you know we're playing her favorite song which is old time rock and roll and I'm jumping up and down and her legs are flying back and forth and she was in her 80s you know so it's it's things like that that I'm always going to want to see later on in life you never know who you're going to have uh, uh, you know, five years, 10 years down the road. So it's always good, you know, and then your kids like to see you, you know, when you're all dressed up and, and at your wedding later on, when they start thinking about, you know, getting married and stuff, they love to see that type of thing. Um, so just to be able to capture those memories, that's that's the reason why you should get video, just because uh, uh, you want to be able to save even, even people's voices and things like that can, can, can really uh, strike a great memory.
1: And, and, you know, it's like during the course of the reception, you know, you could videotape the actual toast, you know, uh, you know the father of the bride uh, giving a welcome. Uh, instead of a picture, you actually have the welcome and time does move forward. And, you know, for the kids to sit back and look at that years later, um, I think would be uh, very valuable. Uh, and oh, yeah, see the definitely. And uh, so what do you, what do you, what do you, uh, how many, let me ask you this, from, from the beginning of a wedding reception to the end, to the final product, uh, once you go in the studio and edit it, ballpark, how many hours would you say you actually put in for one wedding that you do as a videographer, editor?
2: Well, you know, I mean, every company has uh, different packages. So obviously, you know, the day of, you, you know, an average day for us as a videographer in our company um you know we go from anywhere from 10 to 12 hours in the day uh so just right there you have 12 hours put into a a wedding and it could be times two you know two videographers sometimes depending on the package that you have um and then you know also depending on the package how much editing goes head editing goes into it um there's times where you're you're editing a wedding and and really when you clock it out you know you, you put 30 hours into just the edit um, you know, by the time you're done oh. adding music and, and converting it to certain formats and things like that. Uh, and then, of course, back then, you know, we were doing a lot of DVDs and Blu-rays that that takes time as well. Now, you know, we do uh, more digital delivery. So it's a little bit easier um, when it comes to uh, uh, finishing the product uh, uh, when the authoring process comes. Um, but again, it's, it's just it's getting better and better. The technology is getting and, and I
3: know better it's nowadays that well, it like, you know, videos so. are more like storytelling more than anything i mean is that is that just certain companies that kind of do that or is there different I- different techniques or is, is that is that part of like the package deal or how, do, how does that all work
2: yeah definitely definitely uh, uh for us you know i mean there's some companies there's a lot of companies out there that basically specialize in one style video and that is what they're great at and they don't want to change it because again they're just they've they've honed that craft and and that style of video and, and and more power to them. I mean, they they always do, do great jobs and they know exactly how they want the the, the film to end from start to finish. Um, you know, with us, we have a couple of different packages. You know, not everyone can spend X dollars on a, on a wedding video, so we do have a, a middle package and a, and a lesser package where you you know you obviously get less. When it comes to the flash of the video, you know, the chunk of the video is, is, you know, the ceremony and the reception. But then when you go to the next package, then you add on like photo sessions and, and brides preps. And then you start going out to two person packages and, and things like that. So um, what's, what's, what's great these days is like you said, it, it's more They're, they're doing not so much a long, these long pieces anymore, even though we give them everything, you know, I give my brides and grooms, um, with, with every package you have, you get the entire ceremony and, and everything that we shot at the reception, which could be, you know, an hour and a half's worth of video footage by the time you're done shooting entire first dance, introductions, toasts and then people dancing throughout the night, um, So, you still get that, you know, let's say 40 minute ceremony if you had a church ceremony, or a half hour if you were at a banquet hall, uh, plus your entire reception. And then with the higher packages, then you have your flash pieces, you have your highlight pieces, which can go from 10 minutes to 25 minutes depending on how you want it and the package you got which starts out you know with brides preps grooms preps and 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 just the entire day kind of condensed you know more to like again a feature you know a little featurette which is what is really what people want to uh watch more often you know they'll go to their reception you know once every 10 years to go oh remember let's let's watch this guy break dance you know for some reason he's getting married we want to see that section of the video but for the most part every year you know, for an anniversary or, or, you know, in, you can watch these things anywhere now with, with digital delivery, you know, on your anniversary, you can be stuck in an airport and, and say, Hey, listen, let's flip the iPad on and just watch our video. And you're watching, you know, 15 minutes of just the highlights, which is great. That
3: are out there and they're looking to, to add video to, to, uh, to their wedding. Uh, what, que- you know, how should they go about looking for a good videographer? What questions should they ask? You know, what, what, what should be the the process for wedding couples?
2: Um well I, I mean I think the big one is you know find out what your budget is. Uh uh you know, again, you're you you can only get with what you can pay for. And I'm not saying that uh, a company that has, like I said, we offer three different packages and we're gonna do quality work on all three of them. The only difference that you're gonna have is the amount of stuff that you get. Um so you really, you know, you gotta find your budget first, uh and, and then go from there. Um and then, you know, questions to ask, obviously, you know, what format you're shooting on, what kind of cameras you're shooting on, you know, can you work well with low light, we don't like the big lights, or, or whatever the case is there, we're doing some outside, some inside, so we just want to make sure that, you know, the equipment that you have uh, uh, takes care of that, and, and especially if you're getting bigger packages, you know, the questions are to ask, uh, you know, are you flying a drone for for these portions of the video, you know, are is it two cameras, you know, or do you use anything like cams and sliders and stuff like that? And then, uh, you know, a big question to ask is, is the turnaround time. Um, some people don't realize that it, it takes a while to, to get these things, uh, uh, together, even though I said before, it, you know, it might only take 30 hours to, to, to edit plus the 12 hour day that you put in. But, um, then again, then there is the authoring process. There's the, you know, the packaging process. There's just things that happen. Um, that, that, that take a little while. So find out what the turnaround time is. That's a good question to always ask. I, I, you know, again, depending on the company, um, we're, we're sometimes we're 12 weeks from the, from the day of the wedding, you know, but we also, we also collect our deposits and things like that differently. I don't, I don't get my, uh, my, my final payment until a month after your wedding. So some people wait until that date. So, you know, then I, then it's about two months after that date. Um, you know, and also depending on the time of the year, uh, I don't, again, like you said before, I do all my own editing. So if we shoot, or, or capture, you know, seventy-five weddings this year uh, between myself and my brother. You know, we're, we're editing seventy-five weddings in house. I'm not sending them out, so it does take time. We don't just put them together. It's not cookie cutter. Every wedding has something different, a, a unique look to it. So we do put a lot of time into each and every one.
3: So you definitely have a little bit more of a creative piece to it, as opposed to like other video companies that just pretty much, that you know, this is how it's going to look. This is what you're going to get, and we just pretty much. Only, only thing that's changing is just the video and they just insert here. So it's, you know.
2: Yeah, we're not again, we're definitely we're not cookie cutter. We're not jumping in and and, and he, each edit's going to have this or that. I mean, you have your signature shots, but we also do have a few uh, videographers on staff right now. So, you know, each wedding has their unique style to it as well, um, which we like, you know, it keeps things a a little bit different for, for everyone. Um, obviously again, we all try to capture the the same stuff, but some of us do it in a different way. Um, you know, some of us use different equipment too. You you know, if you're an equipment guy, you you know, you might want to ask what, what kind of camera, uh, do you use, do you use a Canon DSLR or using a Sony, uh, mirrorless, you know, if you know a little bit about that, uh, uh, you know, it's a good question to ask as well. You know, right now we're using, uh, with my company, I'm using the Sony mirrorless cameras because they're just amazing in low light, uh, especially for weddings. Sometimes the reception halls, uh, they, 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 bring the light so, so dark, that it's hard to capture great footage uh, without using a big blaring light, but with these new Sony's and 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 all the new cameras that are coming out, uh, the, the, just the yeah, quality. I've done these amazing.
1: weddings before where sometimes they'll have a whole slew of videographers and they 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 are taking up the dance floor with these huge tripods and these bright lights and just just in some of the guests' face, you know, they're like in their face with this light and and the tripods taking up uh, space on. The, and sometimes you're just like you know, what the hell's going on here? Um, Is all that necessary? Um, It it is necessary. You know, I
2: mean, depending, yeah, I I think the uh, tripods, for, um, you know, the beginning portion of a reception, you know, for the introductions, for the first dance, for the parent dances, you know, that you don't want that to be uh, uh, handheld or even on a, on a monopod, uh, w- which can make everything seem a little smaller. Um, you just don't have that smooth, you know, cinematic look when you have that. Now, again, during first dance, sometimes I have one on a tripod. I have another guy on a stick, you know, shooting a, a closer angle. And then I have my steady cam, I might do, a you know, a, a circle around uh, the bride and groom. Um but, but yeah, I mean, the tripod and things like that, keep it steady for those portions. But then the rest of the evening, you know, I'm out there either on a monopod or on my cam or even handheld, depending on which camera and which lens I'm using. Uh, mm-hmm. You don't need a, a, a roll around big cart anymore with, with, with you know, big lights and, and car batteries and stuff.
1: Right, yeah, that's kind of what I was um, <laughs> speaking of when I said that I'm talking about during dance time. And I thought to myself, wow, this is really kind of been intrusive here. Now, you're also, um, uh, an expert DJ, wedding DJ as well, and um, how do you feel that um, you know? Has that you know you being on both sides of the fence at times? I mean, one day you could go out Friday, right, and and videotape, correct? Yes. And then Saturday night you could be DJing a wedding, correct? It happens all, all the time. Yeah, so you're, you're you're changing your hats all the time. How does one help the other? Well, I
2: mean, really, uh, it it helps me um, filming helps my DJing more. Um, because I, you know, when I, when you're DJing, you, you know, you, you kind of, you get your own flow and, but, but you don't realize that you're stagnant, you know, you're doing the same thing, you know, you got a certain mixes that you like to do. And, and sometimes you get, you know, you get a little boring, uh, not the people don't realize that, but, but, but you do, um, at, at right. some point. So when, when, when That's I, the yeah. Oh well, yeah. And then when I go out and I film a wedding and I can see, you know, some of the other guys, especially in our company who are all, you know, class A DJs, um, it, it's you can hear different mixes and different songs. Like, oh man, I haven't played that song in, in a year, and look how, how well it did on the dance floor. So, it really helps me that way because I can, I can remember uh, a good songs or, or good mixes or a or good order of, of, of songs to play when I'm doing that. The other way around, um, you know, it, w- w- what really helps me doing both parts of the business is um, always realizing that I have to pay attention to all of the vendors in the room. Um, so as a DJ, you can't just just do something on the fly. Uh, you know, if somebody comes up and says, hey, hey, give me the microphone. I want to say a, uh, a few words and you can't just give him the microphone without seeing, hey, is the video guy in the room? Is he ready? Is, is there the photographer here? So that really has helped me to remember, hey, man, don't don't forget the other guys because you have to make sure that they're here. You know, they might have stepped out to use the restroom. You can't do something important, you know, give them the courtesy of, of saying, okay, we're going to do it in a moment and, and wait until they come back.
1: And quite often, you know, videographers uh, come up to me and ask if they can plug into my system. And, of course, I, I never refuse that. I'd let them. And how important is that to the client as well and their final product to uh, for the DJ to allow them to plug in their system? And, that's
2: and- a uh, – let's – Great question, man, because I think these days it's it's huge, huge difference when you don't plug into the sound system. You have to plug in because, you know, some of these places, they're huge, man. You know, the 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 acoustics in the room, it's just echoing. So when you're trying to get a best man doing his toast, you never you know, you don't you won't get great sound with just the ambient sound from your microphone on your camera to plug right in and use a recorder. Or you know a wireless unit directly to your camera, whatever the case is, you need to be right into that DJ soundboard or the band or whatever. Um, of course, you know if, if a DJ says, "Hey, uh, I'm not comfortable with that," then you have to figure out another way to do it, which would be you know put a recorder next to his speaker or, or something like that. But you know most DJs, they're they're especially these days, it's a common thing, so they should know and, and have a, a you know a wire readily available if if you if you can. I mean most of the recorders take the same types of inputs, you know quarter jack or an XLR. So if you have that ready. Then you don't have to dig into your case, you know, right after cake, if that's when they're leaving, uh, you know, to try to get the wire out. Uh, and that's another thing, too. That's a great question to ask your your uh, service before you end up hiring them is like, hey, listen, you know, we have how many hours do we have? You know, I want to make sure you stay till the end. Uh, you know, you have to make sure you know how many hours you have with the the company itself.
3: Is it common for the videographer to stay till the end, or do people try to? Is it worthwhile to cut 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 off a little bit?
2: No, I mean, with us, we're we're usually there till the end. You know, again, we give them for our certain packages. You know, our one package we're there for twelve hours. The uh, our middle package we're there for ten hours, and our our like lesser package we're there for eight. Which you know, if it's at the same, if everything's there at the same place, you know, most of the time we're there till the end. We try to time it with the bride and groom uh, to where we can stay till the the end. A photographer doesn't necessarily need to stay there till the end because you don't know if that picture was taken at at 11 o'clock or 10 o'clock. Um, you know, depending on, you know, with video, you know, you're, you're, you're hearing the songs that are playing, you're getting that last song that you picked out with your fiance, you know, as a last song. So you might want to capture that, but for the most part, uh, you know, 99% of the time I'm there until the end of the night.
3: So picking out a wedding videographer, though. So how do I, I again? How, how does a couple navigate the field of all these different options of all these different ones? How how do I how does a couple tell the difference between a good one or a better one, or does it just really come down to budget and and I like this person's work or style? Can you, can you elaborate on that you know tell me a little bit more about that
2: well yeah I mean obviously if a, if a company has a reputation you know you're you're gonna want to look into that and see you know how many weddings they've done now like I said uh, you know earlier I, I when it comes to my social media stuff I don't have a lot of stuff on social media um, but the sister company that I work with you know the, the my DJ company our, our main company um, you know they're all over that so so we're kind of embedded with them Um when it comes to that type of stuff so if you look at the reviews I mean the reviews are great and and that's another thing too when you're looking at companies you know how many services do they offer you know you're gonna have great uh, uh, you know if you have a photographer a video guy and a DJ from the same company I mean they're gonna work well together during the reception during the ceremony they kind of know how to work with each other really well um, so that's a great uh, thing that we have going on with our companies we have all three services that we offer um, so, uh, again, yeah, budget first thing, but, you know, if, if you can afford a, a step up, you know, I mean, reviews are great, you know, when you're looking at even – and then also just, you know, your eye. Use your eye if you like the creative style. I mean, I do have some brides and grooms every once in a while. They'll book our company, and then they'll send me a video from another company that they like, and it's like, well, you know – why didn't you book that company? I mean, was it more expensive? And it, and usually that's the case. It was, I mean, I never asked that question, but I, I know a lot of the video companies out there um, and, and the price differences. And, uh, and, and I'm, I'm more than happy to try to, to, you know, emulate that type of video, but that's, you know, we have our own style when it comes to that as well. So yeah, I mean, when you're, when you're choosing a, um, you know, a, a company also, you know, word of mouth, you know, if you know the, the other people who have used uh, that company, Uh, you know, check out their videos. And we have everything online. These days it's great. You can see uh, uh, a lot of demos that we have. It's, It's easy to do that instead of having to send, like back in the day you had to send demos through the mail and stuff like that. Now everything's right there online. It's easy.
1: Chris, tell me, well, one of the things that um, you would say to, um, you know, brides and grooms get married down the road here, uh, what would you say to them about the course of the evening and how it go? And here's what I mean by that. Obviously, if you shoot the ceremony, you know, that speaks for itself, introductions, first dance, parent dances, toast. Now, during the course of the evening, when I meet with a client that has um, a videographer, the, would you agree the camera likes movement, Right. The camera wants movement. So I try and talk to them and I say, look, if, even if you don't like line dances, throw one or two of them in. Even if it's, you know, you're reaching for the YMCA or something that that gets the crowd moving, arms up in the air, you know, everybody in, in unison moving in one direction. Would you suggest that, um, you know, that, or opposed to just everybody dancing, you know, in the same Kind of dance over and over.
2: Well, you know, I mean, every
1: song. You, what would
2: you, do? you know, your crowds, man. I mean, when you when you see a crowd, I mean, sometimes you don't even need to add those, and they'll and they're animated enough. And you know, if you if you're you, all you gotta do is prompt them to throw their hands in the air or do certain things, they don't have to do necessarily a group dance. Um, but what does help uh, a videographer or cinematographer, as we like to call ourselves these days, um, is. If the party is, you know, not every party is great. Not every party is, a, a, you know, a hundred percent. Um, sometimes you have mm-hmm. the ones that, you know, they're, they're, the dance floor is not always packed. So, you know, to reach for a song that might get people out there more so we can capture some of that. I mean, there's plenty of times where I feel like, Hey, the party's not going great, um, because they're just not dancers. So then I have to go look for footage throughout the room. Hey, who's at the bar? You know, who's at the table? Who can I, you know, how can I make the video more creative when it comes to that? Um, for, for the reception portion of the video, obviously. Uh, uh, so to have a DJ who, who knows, Hey, listen, you know, here's a way I can get these people out here. I, I think this crowd's going to, going to need a Cupid shuffles to, to, to get them going or.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that was my purpose of the question. And that's what, you know, if I'm looking at their planning form and we got no line dances, even sing-alongs, you know, for example, a wedding, I did uh, Saturday during the day. They were, they, you know, towards the end of the wedding uh, reception, they were into the singing along. So, you know, if there was a video, there was not a videographer there, but there was a photographer. But they were singing their hearts out to like four songs right in a row. And I thought, wow, if that were on video, that would have been awesome. But the point is, they were doing right. something other than all standing So I try and encourage, you know, to throw in a little bit of action uh, in it for something, because I know when, when at the end of the day, when that video is edited. That that it, it it's much more um, you know, it's much more active. It's much more active. Uh, oh video. yeah, no,
2: it definitely keeps it uh, interesting and fun to watch. Um, you know, so you definitely right. just don't want a a whole whole video of slow dances. Um, you know, but again, it it's it's the 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 game has changed when it comes to even delivering video these days. Um, you know, they're not as long. Like you said, when it comes to highlight pieces, you're watching a a short piece, and with digital digital delivery these days, you know, people just basically you know, right from their iPhone, whenever they want with their girlfriends. Hey, hey, let's watch my video. It's, you know, it's 10 minutes. Here we go. Let's click it. And people are just watching it on their iPhones. So I think a wedding video these days, I mean, it's surprised you just tell me that they didn't have a video at all because, you know, it's just, to me, you know, you just, it's great to capture those moments. And again, you can only do so much with photography or with your iPhone, you know, a bunch of people having their iPhone out, those videos will get lost, uh, you know, through time. But this video, especially now, again, with like a website like Mediazilla, which, you know, keeps the the wedding embedded in their website. Um, it's there for you to share with all your friends and the entire video, not just a a highlight video. I mean, I have videos that are on there that are two hours long, if you want your entire wedding on there.
3: So Chris, do you have any advice for couples that are, you know, that got, you know, uh, video service? Is there any preparation that they should do, or is there something? Is there anything that they need to do special to, to to make uh, to enhance or, you know, to for for you during that day or during that during the evening or during the ceremony?
2: Hundred percent, yeah, definitely hundred uh, percent. Especially the first thing I definitely suggest to both uh, a bride and groom, if your videographer is shooting the Preparation portion of the day um, you guys getting ready and stuff like that Uh, the first thing that happens is you know you have uh, you know eight ladies in the bridal party they come in they they put all their their coffee cups and their and their stuff all around throughout the room and and then we get there to shoot film and you know right behind the bride getting her makeup done is three Dunkin' Donuts cups, a garbage can full of stuff. So you want to make sure you try to keep those areas clean. I know it's difficult because there's a lot, a lot of stuff. It's overwhelming. You know, sometimes the bridal suites aren't as big as you'd like them to be, and you have a lot of girls that are in your bridal party. And same thing for guys. You know, uh, uh, guys, you know, when it comes to preparation, you, you know, obviously it's, it's not as uh, – um, intense as the girls preparation or you know, they have the, you know, the, 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 the makeup artist there, the, the hair salon. Yeah. Yeah. Basically that's it, man. They got they're They're watching football or golf or something and they're and they're just drinking beers, eating pizza waiting, or bagels and waiting for things to happen. Um, but you know, you, you have to make things happen as well when, when, when you're doing that. Um, but again, keep the rooms clean as possible, especially where you're actually going to get dressed. Um, you know, obviously, I step out when when you know you, they're actually physically getting dressed, but then I do step back in when the last touches are going on. So, in nothing like shooting this, and then later on in the background, seeing oh man, there's a coffee cup back there. Now it's not my fault. I, you know, we're kind of shooting on the fly. It's not like a movie where we can do do two takes. It's like we're, we're trying to get things done. We're on a time frame. You know, it's not like Game of Thrones from this past weekend where they had the Starbucks cup on the on the table. Um, during, during the, during the thing. So, um, but, you know, if it happens, it happens and we, and we move along and it's hard to take that stuff out of video, you know, like if it's like a photo, you can Photoshop it out if you really wanted to, but when it comes to video, you know, so just keep the rooms clean. That's, that's a good tip. Um, obviously be on time as much as possible, you know, try to stick with the, the schedule that you have, uh, because we're trying to stick to it as well. Um, especially if you're doing different, um, locations, you know, a bride's, you know, your house, the groom's house, the bride's house, uh, then a church, then a, a photo session spot, then a church, uh, a reception hall. Um, so as long as you have your times down um make sure that everyone has the exact addresses not just the names of the places but the addresses um that's a good thing you know there's different so, yeah definitely you don't want to get lost or, 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 or be late or anything like that so um and then also just you know keep in mind man it's, it's a it's a fun day you want to you know even though a camera's not telling you to smile um, uh, from a, from a cinematographer standpoint, we're trying to shoot uh, uh, natural expressions and things like that. So you want to stay happy looking and, and be happy and be positive the whole day. This way, when we're capturing a side angle that you don't even know we're filming, you look like you are enjoying the day because you are, and you should, because it is your way.
1: What kind of input do they have post-production? You know, I know you, you're sitting in a studio, you're editing, but you know, what kind of input do they have in your editing? I mean, you know, you do the shoot. And then you go into a studio and you edit and you just hand the product and, you know, you do great work. But what if there's something that they don't like?
2: Yeah, depending, man. I mean, I'll, I'll, it's it's few and far between. You know, this is this is what I do. I've done it for so long. I kind of know what, what works and what doesn't. Uh, you know, but you do have a, every once in a while where somebody doesn't like something. I had one where... Uh, she didn't like, uh, her, her friend did this crazy dance and she wanted me to take it out. And the video was basically done. Um, but you know, it took me a, a few hours worth of work to keep the client happy. I, I was fine with that. But for the most part, you know, I mean, I, I know what I'm doing when it comes to the edit. I let them do, they, they can choose certain music, um, for, for the video, uh, you know, and kind of like, if they want to say, Hey, listen, I want to keep it to this X length. Like I'd like to keep it to 12 minutes instead of 18 minutes. Can we do that? Um, you know, I I'll let them do that. But, but when they get the final product, it's rare that I have somebody ask me to switch something out. If it was every wedding, then I'd have to like put a lockdown on that. But, um, it's, it's, again, it's, it's few and far between. Uh, so I don't mind doing it, but I don't know every, you know, every company is different. A company might say, listen, you know, you can do up to two changes and then I have to charge you X amount after that, or, you know, I don't really know how they work.
3: All right. Now, what about, I mean, I, I know there's times where I've heard of, there have been times that, you know, it, it, it is a tough party like we talked about earlier. You know, the couple hasn't been on the dance floor or they haven't been in the room that has to be difficult to get footage of them,
2: right? Oh, definitely, man. It's like, you know, uh, that's why, you know, depending on the package they pick too, sometimes, you know, if they, if they only choose like, you know, our, our, our lowest package, we call it just the moments package. It's basically just filming your ceremony from start to finish and then filming your reception from start to finish and giving you a basic edit of that. You know, there's, and I think now we give you uh, in this year, we, we updated it and we do give you a little bit like a, you know, two and a half minute, just quick highlight piece that you can share on social media. Um, but, You know, same thing. When you, especially when you have that package, if if you're not big into dancing and stuff like that, uh, uh, you know, it's hard for me to capture footage, and you can only go around to the tables so many times and have people look at you, you know, while they're eating food before it starts getting creepy. Um, So you know, it's, yeah, it's hard to do some footage like that. But when you have a different package, like if you have our biggest package, which is two videographers, you know, one filming the bride's preparation, one filming the groom's preparation, you have different angles, different things are happening. You know, you can make a nice 15 minute video with all of that stuff because, you know, during the photo session, you know, the bride and groom are kind of being directed on what to do. So, you know, they're going to, you're going to have footage from those sections to use. Uh, and of course, I mean, you still want them to dance as much as possible. I know when I work with our photographers in our company, even if a bride and groom say, listen, we really don't like to dance, our photographers suggest, hey, listen, just, you know, even if you're out there for just two songs, I'll rapid fire a bunch of photos just so you have some of you dancing out there. And, and those are your times as a videographer as well. Not to be, you don't want to be all over them at that section, but you want to make sure you're capturing. If a bride and groom, you know they're not going to be dancers. If they're on the dance floor, you have to capture them, even if it's from a far distance and, and you have your, you know, your, your your 70 to 200 lens on you're getting a close up from afar. You want to make sure you get as much as you can of the bride and groom without, again, being
1: uh, too obtrusive and too creepy. How often are you using drones now? It's, uh, I'm assuming more obviously outside, um, or do you do inside as well? I mean, I, I've heard about that, but
2: I, I yeah, I tend not to try to do inside. I mean, uh, bride and grooms haven't asked me that yet. Uh, I, I know banquet halls are, are are they're not looking forward to that kind of question. Um, but I mean, I know some halls that ha- have said, "Hey, listen, we've had people fly drones in here. Are you doing that?" Uh, they hate it again because you know you have things like your your you know your place cards are down, and then you fly over it with a drone, and the, the place cards blow everywhere. You know that they don't want to hear that stuff. Um, but when it comes to outside, you know there's some uh, restrictions too at a lot of these places. You know where, where you can't fly them if you don't have uh, a license now, uh, or or you know you, in your airports, things like that. You can't go as high or this and that. So, but but you know if if you for the right package again, you know our highest package we do. Uh, one of our guys, while he's shooting, you know, certain things during the photo session or other guys is, is flying a drone and trying to get some, some great shots with it. Um, it, it's a great tool, man. You get some really cool stuff, but it is uh, a nerve wracking situation with the drones. Uh, a lot of guys have perfected it. Um, but you know, I mean, with anything else, man, it's, it's mechanical, you know, you, your battery starts going dead and, and you lose your drone. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. So it gets crazy, but you know, again, you do get some awesome cinematic stuff. I mean, imagine, you know, to Thirty years ago, I, I could never imagine, uh, you know, flying drones around, getting amazing-looking cinematic footage. Man, it looks like you, you know you're you're shooting a movie, like like Martin Scorsese or something.
1: Oh, it is, and that's how pretty much how they do it now. They used to have to do helicopters to get those shots. I've, I've seen some results from some amazing uh, uh, videographers down here and uh, elsewhere um, get these incredible shots of like the wedding party walking down a hill or something to the ceremony outdoors, and it, it looks like a movie. Oh, definitely.
2: So let me ask you guys a question. What do you, I mean, you're, you're both, uh, um, DJs and, and, and do this a lot. Uh, do you like, uh, uh when a, a videographer's there? Would you rather a videographer be there? I mean, what, what's your take on, on, you know, a cinematographer
1: now at weddings? Wyatt, I'll let you answer that.
3: I love video. I mean, I, if anyone who follows, uh, you know, follows me on Facebook, Uh, or Instagram, I I try to shoot video at all my weddings. And the reason why is one, it's documentation. Two, I want to demonstrate to my clients what a great time it was. Uh, I typically usually do a blog and I want to be able to, if I can, if the videographer allows me to, I want to have that also in my blog as well. So when I share it, it just reinforces how, how great of a wedding it was. Uh, and in some cases, uh, instead of my assistant shooting a uh, video, I if I can, I'll opt and say, hey, I'll reach out to the videographer in advance and say, Hey, can you make me a you know a minute highlight reel or a two-minute highlight reel re- reel of of the couple for, for, for myself? And I'll pay, you know, I'll pay a little additional or whatever since you're already so we don't have to duplicate efforts. Um, so I, I'm definitely pro video. Uh, I love the, the short, just like you mentioned about the short little clips that you can play for your anniversary or any time. I mean, because let, let's face it, I mean, uh, a relationship is work and sometimes you need those reminders of why you guys are together and and, and, and celebrate those magic moments or just hearing those words during ceremony, uh, specifically when couples do their own vows. That's, that's one of the things I love when a couple actually takes the time to write their own vows. I think that, that that's just a real magic.
2: Yeah, to me, I mean, just to be able to go right – just to be able to go right to that uh, that video whenever you you, you need to for, for any reason, whether it's it's you're sharing a special moment with, again, your your husband or your wife at that point, or, you know, you're just – you're feeling down and, and, and you want to, you know, have a pick-me-up, man. It's great. You can just pull your phone out and, and share something like that with your girlfriends or, or, or your fellas. Like, hey, remember this day? Remember how much fun we had? So, yeah, it's definitely uh, – to me, it's just it's, – it's well worth it.
1: What do you think, Matt? Yeah, well, I love the, uh, working with videographers. Um I like it when the crowd is really into it, when you have a really um, heavy dance crowd and you're prompting them and they see the videographer and sometimes they get a little crazy and it's in a good way and they get some incredible action. So like I said, I'm a big believer in the camera wants action. So get as much action as you can, edit it down. And I know I know that at the end of the day, when those couples get that video, they will be laughing. They, there's a lot of fun in it uh and uh and good times so yeah so i'm okay with it you know as long as uh those big huge tripods and lights aren't in my face uh i'm okay
2: yeah i hear that yeah definitely like i said times have changed you know uh you use those types of things for for certain parts of the night but you know once the action really really starts happening that stuff goes away and you you just go with the flow
3: right i I will say though i mean and and the couples that are listening to this, I hope you're writing this down because this is this is another hot little tip. But if you have a DJ and he doesn't allow your videographer to plug in, really, WTF? I mean, come on. I mean, that DJ is going to sound awesome when he records when you record that video and you show clips of him throughout the evening. Just like I mentioned, hey, uh, you know, I want the video because I wanted to show my clients what. Why would you not want to? That, that's just a customer service thing. I mean, literally, if 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 a DJ said no, I'd be like next.
2: I mean, literally. Well, especially if you're in a room that has like, if you have uh, uh, you know, a lot of uh, you know, acoustic, uh, it's just a bigger room. You know, what I mean, it's a hall room, and you're having different you know, bouncing issues. You know, it. You know, you have a delay when you're in a big room. Um, you know, from where you are as a DJ. So sometimes when they're doing, especially the toast, you know, or or the blessing, uh, uh, for you to be able to hear that microphone without it being muffled sounding from your camera, you have to be into that dj's board i mean and even for ceremony man if you can you know especially if it's at the banquet hall and and it's a dj providing the audio you, you plug into his system man. you're going to get the the best audio you can from from every aspect
3: i'm just saying if you're truly in the business and you really care about your couple why then you should know you, why wouldn't you not let your videographer why would you not let him plug in why i mean literally why i mean i think the only the only thing i would ask is can you come, you know, come ask me early, not like 10 seconds before we start. I mean, that would right, be my exactly. own that'd be my only thing, but literally, I mean, if you truly, you know, care about your clients, you love your clients, you want it to be the best day ever, let the video it's the same team, you're the same team. Same team. So,
1: exactly. Yeah, I'd like to expand on that. You said it, Wyatt. It's when I'm about to do intros is when they come. hey, by the way, can I plug in? And now you're delaying. Uh, well, what wires do I have? He's going through his wire back because I don't feel it's my responsibility. He can plug in, but you got to have your own wires. Uh, you, you should have, like you said, Chris, XLR, RCA, well, quarter inch, whatever even. Gonna-
2: right. And I already, but I offer that myself. Like I have that in my system because just for that reason, I know it's like, Hey, why should I offer it? But you know, later on again, when, when he goes to leave, you know, it's not your problem but it really is your problem now because you have to go behind your system behind your facade and unplug it so if you have something like that readily available for them
3: cable I keep cables in my mixer area and if he, if he needs a cable I'll, I'll let him do it just because again I I feel like this from a customer service perspective you know I'm working for the couple and I know it's not my responsibility but I am on team on team bride and groom or, or groom and groom or bride and bride whatever I I want it to be the very best and whatever I can do to help I'm on it.
2: Right. Like Matt said, though, I mean, it's just a respect thing. You know, I mean, the, uh, the videographer should, should already know what, what kind of pressure you're going to be under in the next few moments when it comes to introductions. And again, that's what's good for me is I, I've been on both sides. So I know that type of thing. The first thing I do when I go in before I go capture room shots or go look at the cocktail hour or anything like that, I go right to the DJ and I find out all the information because I know 10 minutes before introductions is not the time to bother the MC of, of a huge wedding.
3: All right, Chris. So, how does uh, how does one book you? How, how does one get a hold of you? How, how do we? How do they? How do couples sign up to get your your video or DJ or awesome lighting services?
2: Well, I mean, we're here based in New Jersey. Uh, Elite Entertainment is is the main company, and then our two sister companies, Elite Films and Elite Digital Images, is the photography division. Um, but we're all under the same roof. So, really, uh, you know, uh, eliteentertainment.com uh, is where you can get all the information for us. Uh, again, if you're in the uh, tri state area, uh, and we do destination weddings as well. If you want to take us away far, far away from here, that works as well. Um, but yeah, all our information is is online. Uh, we're also, you know, on Facebook, uh, Instagram, all, all those. Um, but if you definitely check out our website, it's uh, www.eliteentertainment.com. All
1: right, Matt, any more questions for Chris? Oh, that's it for me. Chris, Chris, it's been amazing. Chris comes from a a very talented family. Chris Monaco, Tommy Monaco, Jimmy Monaco. Uh, If you want some great work done, whether it's DJing, lighting, mixing, uh, videography, and uh, Chris's wife also does photography. I'm just going to like to get that in there from Elite Digital. Uh, Chris, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thanks for all your uh, wonderful knowledge that you offer. Um, and uh, hopefully we can have you back on next time. We'll just talk about DJing and some music because I know you like talking.
2: Yeah, man. Well, some of the some of the fun stories that we have from that. Uh, it's always a good time uh, uh, shooting it around with you guys.
0: Everything and everyone you need to hear while planning your wedding. Tons of resources are on our website, too. And you can submit ideas for future episodes. Visit theweddingzilla.com. Theweddingzilla.com. And stay connected. Stay connected on Facebook and Instagram. At The Wedding At The Wedding Zilla. The Wedding Zilla Podcast.